Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me this week, I got my boy Brandon from the Sack em Up Podcast. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How's it going? Everything good, man. Sack em Up Sundays, shall yeah, I say. That, that, that's it, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers. Brandon, are you ready? Let's do it. Question number one, what's the best album you listened to this past year? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, you know, I listen to this show and like you, you the, the questions are saying, so I, you think I, uh, you think I'd have some sort of prep for it. Um, I'm a shit as far as music goes, man, that's, that's, that's a lot tougher than I thought. Um, does it have to be like a brand new album or can it no, just it don't, be- it don't have to be new. It don't have to be new. All right. Um, well, fuck, man. I, I, all right. Well, I've been, uh, I listen to a lot of like jam band music and shit. Um, so lately oh, I've been, band? jam band is like, you know, like a Grateful Dead, um, Pink Floyd, like, oh, like hippie, okay. hippie music. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I've been listening to a lot of, um, Umphreys McGee and, uh, the, the, one of their best albums I'm going to, I'm going to pimp out here is called Mantis. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, go ahead and listen to it. You will not be disappointed. Okay, you said unfreeze McGee, right? Unfreeze, like U M P H, U M P H R E Y S. Yeah, like 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 Humphrey, but without the H. Okay, I'm gonna check this out. It came right up as soon as you told me to put it in. <laughs> there you go. All right. Question number two: What's the best podcast you listen to? Ooh, oh man, um. Really depends on the mood. Uh, if I'm looking to laugh, it's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with telling them Steve Dave. Um, like that. That's my shit right there. But I also love a lot of like true crime stuff. So a lot of last podcast on the left. And if I'm interested in getting spooked out, I like uh, the No Sleep podcast as well. They used to have a podcast. We talk about the Spooky podcast. There used to be one. I think Creepy Pasta used to do it. I think it was called Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't actually gotten to check it out. Um, and uh, my boy Seamus over, uh, he does uh, like a lot of the Drama City Productions podcast, yeah, like Chew Gum and stuff. He's um he's working on one right now called The Daily Ghost, which is essentially that concept where we take a bunch of creepy pastas and we read them out, and you know he makes them out like whole like radio plays with music and sound effects and shit. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, Seamus, my guy, he, he was telling me about that. I think that's a really cool idea, and I'm excited to hear it. He's probably going to be on this podcast soon anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, he's all over the place, so it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> all 
question number three, and this is everybody's favorite. What's the dumbest thing you've done as a kid? Ooh, okay, awesome. Yeah, this is a good question. Um, I think the dumbest thing I've done as a kid, and I'm gonna I'm gonna limit kid to being like 10 and under or 13 and under, I'll go. Okay. Um I uh I once pierced like my we, I, I'm a middle child of three three or two brothers so we uh we beat beat each other up all the damn time and there was one time where I got pissed at my little brother and I took a hammer and I swung it at him and I got him uh I got him with the claw end and I actually pierced his upper lip with the claw end of this hammer Ooh, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I was like ten years old, so like I'm, I'm freaking out, crying because I'm like, oh shit, I am so fucked, so fucked on this. <laughs> and my brother just looks at me. I mean, he's hurting and whatnot, but he just starts laughing his ass off. Wow. Well, you glad that that could have turned out a lot worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. That could have been a felony. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Question number four. What's your favorite thing to do to unwind? Um, can I count smoking weed in that list? That can count. Oh yeah, well that's definitely going to be the go-to. Makes sense. That's it. so. What are you doing when you smoke weed? Just sitting on the porch and smoking? Well, I mean, it all depends. Um, I like to put on some podcasts and chill or some music. Um, I got that. I got the Nintendo Switch, so I'll play like a lot of Zelda and shit if I want, or some Skyrim. And oh, you got to give me your friend, friend code then. Oh, God, I got to find it. Everyone asks me for that damn thing, and I'm like, oh, shit, where the fuck is this thing? Same thing happens to me. <laughs> Definitely. All right, question number five. I'm going to give you a choice. And you're the first time a person, time I've given a person a choice in this question, okay? Interesting. Let's do it. Okay. You can either have a Walking Dead type question or an Infinity War type question. Oh, hmm. I mean, either way is good to go with me. Um, I'll, 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 I want let's go, let's go Infinity War. Let's do it. Okay, perfect. Okay, question number five. Thanos is coming to Earth. He has all the Infinity Stones. You got to pick five superheroes to help you fight off Thanos. Who are you picking, and why? Uh, do I got to go with the Marvel or DC universe? It doesn't matter what universe you go to. You can go Marvel. You can go DC. You can go Walking Dead universe for all I care. <laughs> you, you, matter of fact, you can even go manga and anime. Okay, well, shit. Um, first off, I'm gonna go Mighty Mouse, just just because. Fuck it. Who's gonna expect a fucking superhero mouse to come after Thanos? I like that choice because I, I was a big Mighty Mouse fan as a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second, I'm gonna go Deadpool. Um, solely for the comedic content. Um, I mean, he's a badass and he can get shit done. Are, if are you a comic be. book fan? Uh, I I don't really read them so much anymore. I used to back when I was younger. Um, and I I've been I mean I watch a lot of the Marvel movies like like everybody else in the universe. Um, but I mean nowadays that's about the extent of my comic book knowledge. Well, I'm gonna give you an interesting fact you kind of stumbled upon. Thanos hates Deadpool. Okay, well, that, that kind of makes it a little more of a grudge match yeah. then. He despises Deadpool because in the comic books, Thanos, uh, Thanos is in love with the personification of death. And okay. she likes Deadpool. Oh, so there's a total <laughs> jealousy thing going and on. So what Thanos does is he makes Deadpool, basically gives Deadpool the ability that he can't die so he can never meet death. <laughs> okay, well, shit. That's a kick in the balls then, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Well, all right. Well, then I'm gonna put Deadpool in there just for the uh, just for the sole grudge match aspect of it. Okay, that's two um, good choices. I'm gonna put Batman in there, and it's not necessarily because I like Batman at all. Um, I kind of think he's like a he's he's one he's one bad breakup away from cutting his wrists and crying in a corner. <laughs> but that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, like he he's like the emo superhero, so. Yeah. I mean, he, he just puts on like a, a fucking 30 seconds to Mars album and just sits there and cries about how no one loves him and his parents are fucking dead. <laughs> that is one of the most accurate and funniest ways I've heard Batman ever explained. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I'll put him in there just to give him something to do. Um, 
and then it gives it gives the universe an excuse to flash the bat signal in the marvel universe you know big old fuck you to them <laughs> um i will put aquaman in there okay. uh and I'm I'm putting him in there under the scenario of them not fighting anywhere near water. So I don't I don't like I don't want him to be able to summon his fish powers or anything. I want him to just. <laughs> so you're planning on losing this fight? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it. You know, I saw how it went down in Infinity War. It doesn't end well. So like, either, <laughs> I I want to go out with a good laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. Who is your fifth pick? I'm heavily curious about this one. Um, okay. Well, I want to give I want to give at least one good person. Shit, like I, I feel like they need at least one guy. Like even the bad news bears had that dude on the motorcycle and shit. Um, so uh, ah, fuck it. Let's throw Iron Man in there just okay. because. But it's got to be Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man. It can't actually be Iron Man. <laughs> So, so like you get Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man suit, and you're like, okay, it's your shot, buddy. So does the suit actually work? Oh yeah, yeah, the suit works. He doesn't know how to use it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, that that's my uh, that's gonna be my ragtag group of Avengers. I, I want a real underdog story, you know. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that's all. How's it going, brother? Oh shit! How's it going, man? Everything's good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, before I forget, I want to tell you about the Mighty Mouse thing. Have you? Right. How old are you? Not uh, I'm. I'll be thirty in April. Ah, oh, so you probably never watched it. Oh, I, I've seen Mighty Mouse. Yeah, but the the particularly the new adventures of Mighty Mouse. Oh yeah, I can't say I have. You have to watch that show. It is fantastic. It's yeah. like. It's basically almost like Ren and Stimpy mixed with Mighty Mouse. Oh, shit. And it came out like in the early 90s. And everybody talks about this show because there's one scene in the show where Mighty Mouse basically sniffs a flower and gets super strong. Oh, okay. And they took the episode off the air because they were basically implying that he was sniffing coke. See, I don't know. I've done my fair share of coke. I never got that sort of superhuman strength. I mostly just sat in a corner and got fucking pissed off. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about that one. <laughs> oh man, but you have if you get a chance, Google the new adventures of Mighty Mouse. It's a great cartoon show, by the way. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll have to take a look at it. Okay. So how's it going, man? First of all, how did you come up with the idea of Sack 'em Up Sunday's podcast? Um, well, the uh the name I didn't the name itself I didn't come up with. That's uh my co-host Dale. Um He's a he's a big sports person and congratulations to him by the way. Didn't he just have a baby? Oh yeah, he he literally just had him like uh just a few days ago, actually. Awesome. Congratulations yeah. to him, definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's loving it. Um it, it'll be nice when he can actually get back on the mic, but I'm giving him a break just for that. Um but it, he he came up with the name Sack Him Up Sundays, um, just out of nowhere. And I believe it's supposed to be some kind of sports metaphor, like a baseball term. But I've never heard of it. But I I like to take the name as an alternative meaning, like because I mean you've heard the show. We say some pretty out there and offensive stuff. Yes. Um, so I I feel like you really have to sack them up before you can actually handle the show. Yeah, I like the whole concept of the show because it's kind of like you said. One of your favorite podcasts is um Tell Them Steve Dave, which I love a lot too, and it kind of has that feel to it. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, not, it's not like it's paying homage to it, but it's more like the spirit of the show. Oh yeah, well, that's the uh, that that was the kind of concept of it. Like I like the idea of being able to talk to my friends about just random shit, and I stick. You know what you hear on the show is no different than the sort of conversations I have off mic with people. Um, and I thought it'd be a great idea to just try to record it. So what we like to do is uh, we like to start each show out completely sober, and we'll have a couple blunts rolled up. And as we're talking, we're going to be we'll smoke and stuff. And the more the more high we get, the crazier the conversations go, and the more rabbit holes we go down. It just makes for a fun time. So let me ask you this: What's the highest you've been on the show? On the show, um, I want to say it was probably the Halloween episode that we did. 
Okay. Like, like I, I had a, I had a whole structure for it. Like I had segments, I had bits I wanted to do. And then, uh, I, I went into the show completely blazed before we even started. And then, you know, we, we got further into it and it got to a point where I was too high to keep carrying on the thing. So I was like, ah, oh, well, let's just, uh, let's just try something else. And <laughs> I, I mean, it was still a great show, but it ended up turning into more of the random chaos that you hear each week. I, I guess structure isn't necessarily my thing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let me ask you more a little bit about, about the podcast in general. Like your whole concept is basically just two guys or when you have a guest and sometimes women of just talking about things that goes on and having conversations. Yeah, that's a, that's essentially it. Like um, I think of all sorts of random messed up questions all the time. Um, I like to think of them as the questions that everyone wants to know, but no one's got the balls to ask. Like if you were going to put superheroes in a human centipede, who would go in the middle, you know, just, just random crazy nonsense. And it's, I just like being able to talk to uh, people, especially now that we're doing guests on the show each week. Um, it's nice to throw those curveballs at other people and see like their reactions to them and what sort of information I can get out of people. If you if you can call it information, I can't let you get by with that question. If you come, if you're gonna put a super, human superheroes in a human centipede, who would be in the middle? What's your answer? Oh, mine's Batman. Just because I gotta give him something to cry about. <laughs> I have a different answer than yours. All right, Plastic Man. Okay, what's what's the logic behind it? Because he can stretch. <laughs> so Plastic you... Man can stretch any direction. So. So you want your you want your human centipede to be able to grow and be mobile. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I could get behind that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, so it could be more a utility. <laughs> and plus, most likely, because it's plasma, I don't think it would hurt him as much. Yeah, you'd, you'd like to think that. I mean, it's still going to hurt the two other people he's attached to, but at yeah. least one of them is not, not in so much pain. Yeah. <laughs> He's still getting shit in, but you know, it's that that's remains to be seen. We we just mentioned that and didn't even talk about the that's the actual movie. The humans if anybody well, probably you don't want to see that movie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I thought the first one was hilarious. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a crazy movie. It's up there. Well, see, since we're talking about it, let's just talk about movies like that. It's like like Tusk is like that kind of oh, in a way too. Tusk is gotta be hands down like my favorite horror movie of the last uh five years with the exception of the new puppet master because i mean that's just that's just i haven't a, seen that one yet oh it's, it's a ridiculously silly gore fest it's it's, mm, it's so deliciously bad I'm, I'm glad you like tusk because i thought i was the only person who liked that movie because it's such an interesting concept and it's not necessarily scary but it's no, it, creepy in a it, very good way oh yeah it, i mean the concept of it is itself is creepy and the monster when you actually reveal the monster that's fucking disturbing but the whole like once 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 the walrus, I mean spoilers, once the walrus gets revealed, um, it starts to take a real comedic turn into it. And then Johnny Depp shows up and he's got a giant dick on his nose and stuff. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's fucking a, great. It's a weird movie. And it's even more weird when you realize who made the movie. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. So as soon as I found out about it, like uh that's that's how I got into the Smodcast, actually, was hearing about Tusk. And I heard it was based off a podcast. I'm like, well, shit, I got to go check that out. And that that's the first episode of Smodcast I heard. And ever well, since then, I've been hooked. Kevin Smith is one of the reasons why I actually podcast. I don't know if you, y'all know you listen to episodes, but I don't know if you heard this story before, but one of the reasons why I got into podcasting was because he would always tell the story about how if you want to do, do podcast, man, just do it, man. If you want to do something, just follow your dreams and shoot forward. Don't let nobody stop you. Podcasting is easy to do you, you don't need all this money you just have a, a microphone and the computer or you can even do it on your phone don't wait till tomorrow to do it and just do it and me hearing him say it so much i was like oh, you know what i should just do it yeah he has a, been, he has a real uh why why not sort of attitude instead of like people asking like well why would you do that he's more like oh yeah why not go for it yeah and i always admired him because and i, I would say this people can disagree with this or not I feel like Kevin Smith is one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not necessarily talking about, about movies wise or things like that, even though he has great movies like Clerks and Ball Rats and things like that. But if you listen to the way he talks about certain things and the, the stories he tells and the pictures he paints with these stories, 
it's almost like this is not blasphemous at all. What I'm saying, he's kind of almost like Stan Leeish in, in that type of way. Oh yeah, well, um, it, I got I got the opportunity to go to a a Q and A of his last year in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I got the honor of being able to ask him a question. And it was like I was like, dude, first of all, Tusk is fucking genius, and um, I feel like he could be an amazing horror movie director. And it's like he doesn't have to just do comedies. So I'm like, well, when's the next time you can have a full length horror movie in your in your hands? And then he went on about like you know a half hour into like this the history of this new project he's working on called Kilroy was here. Um, oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, I guess it's a, I guess it's like a meme, like a World War II like graphic that like it was just like the a picture of a random like weird face, and then it says Kilroy was here, and there's some there's some story behind it for during war times. And he's like, well, I'm going to take that shit and fucking make it a horror movie. And I mean, you know him, he, he bounces from so many damn projects. You never know what's coming out. Yeah. And I like, have you, did you see red state? Oh yeah. That's fucking genius. Yeah, It's a genius movie. And it's about something that not, there's not a lot of movies about that, which I think is so cool about that concept. A lot of people, you got a lot of flack for that movie too, but I love the idea of that movie. I, it's one of his best movies that people don't talk enough about. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's what made me take him seriously as a filmmaker. Like, I love Jay and Silent Bob and Clerks and all that for what they are, but when you actually transition to something that's that action-packed and dramatic, and and then you throw, like, John Goodman and Kevin Pollack in there and Stephen Rue, like, it's it's just quality filmmaking. Yeah, it's really cool. So let me ask you, man, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast. You did Coke before. What the hell was that like? And how did that even happen? Oh, well, I mean, I've, I've done it a lot. I, I, I like it a little too much. That's why I had to stay away from it. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, how does one get into Coke? How is that a thing like, you know, uh, well, uh, especially in today's environment? It's not like Coke is like, now. I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and I, and I live in Miami. So that right. alone tells you that Coke was literally everywhere. Oh yeah, but I mean it's still there. Like what I went, I went to school down in Florida, um, in or in Winter Park over by Orlando, and I could I could get it plenty down there too. But uh, it, it started actually, it actually started when I was in senior year of, senior year of high school, um, and my brother had gotten his hands on it, and he was like, hey, you want to try this out? And I mean that, and that's how it always started. Like I started smoking weed because I couldn't fall asleep, and my brother was like, well, here, why don't you try this? And then. You know, boom! Here we here we are, fucking twenty some odd years later. But uh, but Coke, that was that was sort of the thing. Like, and it it didn't like I thought it was gonna be like this real social thing where I was gonna be talking to everybody and shit. And it wasn't the case at all. But something about it just I I loved the idea of being up and like being able to focus and study human nature. Like uh, that's that's what I would do when I would get on it. Like I would just watch people and I'd study them. Like, I feel like I could read a human being pretty well just because of those days. So let me ask you this, because this is what I always found fascinating about Coke. Coke is one of those drugs that people kind of romanticize about in terms of like, when you watch a movie, you, you see the club scene and everything like that. You see the big time gangster boss. What is he doing? He's doing a line of Coke. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of like, it's always been a period of time. I, I, I want to say it still goes on now where it's kind of been romanticized, whereas Coke is the cool drug to do. That was more more or less weed, but did that any have any influence of you saying, huh, this is not that bad? Not really. I mean, uh, like like it it definitely fueled my perception of what it was. Like, cause I mean, at the before I had actually tried it, my only experience like knowledge of what it was was either through the the bullshit from health class in school or like movies like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas or Scarface or anything like that. So but, you know, I know that Hollywood dramatizes, like, I don't even know if that's a word I'm going to fucking say it is, though. Um, they, they, they dramatize uh, all these substances and make them out to be much more than what they are. Like how, like, you know, the same thing goes when they smoke weed and it turns into fucking grandma's boy. You know, it, it isn't always like that and shit, but um, it didn't really influence me wanting to do it. It just it just made me have expectations that weren't there. So let me ask you this then. Give me one positive experience about doing drugs. Coke in particular. Coke specifically. Positive, a positive for Coke. So I'm going to be a poster child for cocaine and I got to come up with 
Don't worry, because because you're gonna tear it down in the next sentence. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it gave, it gave me the chance to be more alert. Like like I said, like I, I was able to study things much more, and I'm not necessarily like textbooks and schoolwork and shit. But I mean, like human nature and the way our world works. I I was able to like sit down and focus on things, and it kind of changed my perception of of how the human nature actually is. Okay, now let's tear it down. <laughs> let, let, let's do it to it. Let's tear it down. So what were some of the negative effects of doing coke? And what made, because you stopped now, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't touched it in years. Yeah, so I mean, what I, and I, and even though we're talking about it, my nostrils are like, oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> what made you stop and say, no, nah, this is it. I can't do this no more. Um, well, I mean, that depends on how... Uh, how how raunchy you're able you're willing to let me get on this um, hey man this is your story bro. Uh, well, i'm not gonna ruin that at all first of all it's fucking expensive um if you're not selling it it's really fucking hard to afford to do on a continuous basis um so that was a big factor me wanting to stop it uh because i was i got to a point where i was doing like fucking three grams a night so i'd be up until like four in the morning and then try to go back to sleep just until i can go to just so I can go to work at 7 a.m. and shit. So it 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 messed up my uh my sleeping schedule and messed up, like a bunch of other things. Um another another big big thing about it was my sex life was fucking non-existent on the shit. Like it, wow. like, like like you know they have that pers- that stereotype in movies where it's like um like in the departed where he's fucking throwing coke on his dick and having girls go up go for it and shit like like I, I could I couldn't keep fucking nothing going, so it wasn't happening. So, people who are listening, that alone should tell you to leave coke alone. Oh yeah, I mean steroids will shrink your balls, and cocaine won't make that shit hard. So, yeah, so that alone should tell you that's a no no. <laughs> oh so, shit! Let me ask you this: What's the worst experience you had with a drug? Um, oh, or better yet, did you ever hit rock bottom with it? Uh, I, w- I would never say a rock bottom. Like I wasn't sucking dick for anything, <laughs> but I, I think the worst experience I had was uh, it wasn't even happening to me. Um, it was happening to someone that I was around and I had to affect, I had to intervene with them. Um, we, we, we were doing mushrooms with, uh, it was myself and the guy I was buying weed off of. And he, I, I eyeballed out a small amount because I know what my body can handle and I ate those, and then he ate the rest of it, which is about seven grams or so, which is way more than anyone needs. <laughs> and he, you know, we're having a good time laughing, shit's moving around and shit. And uh, I got work in the morning, so I'm like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm going to pass out. I'm tired. You know, I don't want you driving anywhere. So me casa, su casa, here's the remote. Help yourself to the fridge. I'm out. And I went to sleep, and I woke up to him screaming at the top of his lungs. And so I go out to see what's going on. And this dude is rolling around on my carpet, but fucking naked. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, dude, it gets better. Like, I, I, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? And he gets up and he looks at me and he tilts his head like some kind of confused dog and then runs face first into my flat screen TV and destroys the TV. There's this giant like 43 inch hole in the wall and shit. And I'm still tripping and I get, I get, furious and i've never been mad on psychedelics before it, it's such a re- surreal feeling it's so weird and i get on top of this naked man and i start wailing on him and it's like uh it's like you know when you're dreaming and you're in a fight and you're dreaming and it's like you're punching through water or something so it's super slow-mo yeah it was it felt like that and the only thing i'm thinking is i'm not hitting this dude hard enough like i gotta hit him harder and harder and harder <laughs> and oh my god I, yeah obviously it was a bad call but i was not in the right frame of mind at the time and i'm like dude you gotta get the fuck out of my house you owe me shit tons of money and all but he gets up and he starts punching holes in my walls he tries to jump through my front door <laughs> he rips off my bathroom door and starts trashing trashing the place um, he gets on top of my kitchen counter and uh, he's still naked, mind you, while all of this is going on. So while he's running around crazy, there's just dick and balls flapping everywhere in the breeze. He, he gets on the counter and does a legit front flip and then lands neck first on the dishwasher. Oh and my God. at that point, he broke his neck in five places, <laughs> gets up like it's nothing and his head is flapping around and shit. He can't keep it straight. And he gets up and he tries to run through my kitchen window. 
And at that point, that's the end of it. He's this bloody, naked stump of a human being who's just sitting there confused. And at this point, I'm on the phone with 911. Like, you got to get someone out here. Like, he's going to kill himself. I got guns in the house. So I'm like, oh, fuck. If he finds one, this is, you know, it's over. And uh, the cops finally show up. And they're like, what happened? And I'm still, like, all wide-eyed, fucking, I'm I'm hysterics, freaking out. I'm like, what happened? You look at my fucking house. You tell me what happened. And they, uh, they, 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 get the, they, get, they get my report, and they get the paramedics, and the, kid, the paramedics take them out of there. And they have me flush all the weed and shit. Um, and then the cops leave after they get my report, except for one. And he looks at me, and then he looks at my pipe. And he's like, you know, you've had a pretty rough night. Under any other circumstances, I'd get rid of this thing but I feel like you're going to do the responsible thing here. And I'm like, yes, sir, right away. It'll get thrown out immediately. And then he walks away, and I just sat there, and I scraped resin out of the bowl and just smoked it until I could fucking come down and accept what happened. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, it's also the last time I've done mushrooms, so. Yeah, that should go without saying, like... (laughs) You're, that sounds like something off of a, like one of those '90s movies. Oh like yeah, man! It, 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 was, it, it was like something straight out of Reefer Madness. Like if you take this, you will go insane. Wow, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I mean I've experienced some crazy shit too, but I mean, I, I it, right off the top of my head, that's got to be pretty high up there. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild to say the least, man. So that 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 how is that not the last experience you had with drugs? Oh well, I mean it's I I you know depression's a motherfucker, and you know I like to party. Um, we I mean I don't consider weed to be a drug. Uh, so I I still I I have a bipolar depression and schizoaffective disorder and shit. So I like to take it you know as medicine to help calm me down and shit. Um, uh, when I'm especially when I'm having like anxiety attacks or what have you. Uh, but I don't want to go into all that bullshit this isn't this isn't a mental health show it's you know no, no, no. i ain't looking i ain't looking to bring the mood down or nothing we definitely can have this conversation brother i how long have you been dealing with this problem to say the least it's i mean it's it's been a little while i mean good good portion of the life but i mean it's i i'm not i'm not looking for like no pity or nothing like that it's not about pity or anything like that i have a friend who goes through similar problems and i can relate because it's not easy oh no i mean it, and like you know, you go down different avenues looking for help and shit. And you know, I I don't like prescription drugs, so I don't like taking pills, um, regardless of what they are. Like I'm I'm even hesitant when it comes to taking ibuprofen and shit. Um, so when it comes to smoking weed, like I, it's something that helps me helps bring me back down to a state of norm. Plus, I like to get high, so I mean, it's a it's a win win for me. Yeah, that that makes sense. I think. Well, the doctors are starting to prescribe weed for things like that now. Which oh yeah, is good, I think I know people don't necessarily agree with that, but I think if studies show, like for example, I've I've been reading studies about them saying they're giving cancer patients marijuana to help them ease their pain. I don't necessarily see a problem with that. Oh no, I mean it, it helps ease pain um, when they're going through chemo. It helps people like be able to stomach food and eat because a lot of times you're just throwing up and you can't really take food in. But we will help you. You know, you get the munchies and you want to start eating shit and. I mean, it, there, there's really isn't, uh, with the with the exception of like the physical aspect of putting smoke in your body, I really don't see any sort of negative side effects to it. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of people say, like, you know, besides the smoke, which I think they can, they have other ways you can take marijuana now, so. Oh, yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you can't go, you can't beat the classics, you know. Yeah, well, the, the fun way is to smoke it, so. <laughs> So let's get more into your podcast. What's your podcast partner about? Is like, how did you guys actually meet? Um, well, I uh, I actually met him through work. I was doing uh, heating and air conditioning stuff at the time, and he he called up our company because his AC wasn't working. So I went out there to take a look at it, and he I knocked on the door and he opened it, and like there's just weed smoke pouring out. And you know, the first thing I said to him was like, "Oh shit, it smells good in here." And he starts he starts laughing at it because you know he wasn't he was on the fence about having so had or ha- about smoking when someone was coming, but he just said fuck it and went with it. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to smoke with them, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm working and shit, so let me get this done, and then we can go at it. 
Um, and then he came, like, as I'm working, he came out with a blunt and we started talking and shooting the shit. And, you know, he ended up becoming my weed guy who I'd go to and pick up from. And the longer I hung out with him, the, you know, the more of a friend he became. And then once I brought up the idea of the podcasting, he's like, well, shit, we basically do that right now. Why not bring it onto microphone? So that's a really cool story to say the least, you know, just it's funny how you meet people that become your friends and can change your life in a sense. Like, like I said, you were just at a job. Yeah, exactly. And like, and, and I had been trying to do podcasts before that, but the people that I was trying to co-host with, it never really worked out. I couldn't rely on anybody. So I was about to, you know, call it quits on the whole idea. And as soon as he was like on board with it, and he lives right, he lives, you know, not far from me and shit. So we can always meet up and there's always time to record and stuff. So it, it felt like it was the right thing to do. So I'm like, well, fuck, let's, let's roll with it and see what happens. And here we are 10 episodes in. That's awesome, man. So how do you like doing it with them so far? How do you like the whole, how the way the show is going so far? It's, it's actually going great. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, and the, the more that we do the show, the more that it evolves and it's turning into something that I can genuinely be, be proud of. Um, it, it, I mean, there's new segments being added on each week. You know, we got we got guests that are starting to come in now down the pike, and I'm I'm loving the idea of that to the point where I want to start pushing out more episodes um, weekly, just so we can do like an episode with Dale, and then we can have a guest come on, and so on and so forth. Um, I've got a bunch of games that I've been planning uh, ever since you know this whole thing came to fruition. So I'm waiting to get a. Like I'd like to be able to get a giant network of episodes together to do like a massive battle of the pods, so to speak, with a bunch of like games and shit. And that sounds really cool. Oh so, yeah. Since, since you mentioned network, you are now part of Drama City Productions. What's that like, man? It's great. I'm I'm loving it. You know, shout out to DCP and everyone there. Uh, Small town mentality, chewed gum, paycheck and red, raw opinion podcast. Uh, you know. There's, so, there's so many, so many more um, to go off of. It, it's a nice, it's a nice, like, it's more like a family of podcasting. Like we're assembling the Avengers of podcasting, you know. Uh, like ev- everyone's got their own different flavor of a show, so it's not, it's not the same thing uh, with each show. Everyone's got something different. And uh, since I'm new to it, and these guys got more experience, they've been helping me, uh, helping me out with troubleshooting issues and pushing things along. They they got me my new my new graphic which was which has been updated recently. They took care of that, and it's allowed me to to network with more people. And because of that, we got more shows coming out. I've been doing a lot of guest spots, so I mean it's it's only been good. That's awesome, man. To say the least. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, every I, you know when you guys finish up with this show, go go to dramacityproductions.com and check out everything on there. You're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, it's a lot of shows on there. Oh, oh yeah, I'm I'm just tossing out plugs. I'm like Oprah in this motherfucker. Like you get a plug <laughs> and you get a plug and definitely, man. So let me ask you this then: What do you have in mind for the future of your show? How how do you want to take it? What um, do you want to take it to? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on what it can become. Um, I mean, if it if it stayed the way it is, I'd be happy with that. Um, if we can, if we can start increasing numbers, um, I, I'd like to start pushing out more bonus content. I've got some ideas for like video podcasts and stuff, um, and video shorts. Uh, like I said, I got, I got a whole bunch of games that I'd like to be throwing out with people. Um, so I got, I got some things down the pike, but you know, it's all, it's all future stuff. So I'm, I'm trying not to rush into anything just yet until I can get a, a grasp of what's actually happening here because i mean you've heard the show it's it's complete random fucking chaos you know like i do little to no preparation on anything like i i look at articles online i'm like oh that's fucked up let's talk about that without actually like reading the article (laughs) well that's that's good because it's cool to hear your your take on it and how you feel about it and it's this feels like friends hanging out that's what i like about it absolutely that's that's what i like it's it's it doesn't it doesn't feel forced you know what i mean like it's just genuine conversation that comes and goes and sometimes bits land and we go with it and then sometimes i say something stupid and it doesn't go anywhere but i mean that's that's just like talking with your friends so that's the feel that we wanted to get cool 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 all right final question for you 
who is your dream guest to have on your podcast? Who would you like to have on the podcast? If it's pie in the sky. Uh, pie in the sky, living or dead? Like, does it matter? Doesn't does matter. It... Give one living, one dead. Okay. Um, that way, if the living hears this, they might want to come on. <laughs> I mean, living, uh, I mean, God, we've been sucking Kevin Smith's dick for most of this episode, so let's Let's keep going down that bandwagon. Like, I mean, it'd be, it'd be awesome to have Kevin on. Um, anybody from the Smodco family would be great. Um, actually, I think I feel like Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Day would be my perfect guest for the show, just because he would be. I feel like he'd be able to ping pong everything off of me so damn well. You might. Should you probably should ask him. I, if I could get if I can get a hold of him, I mean, I'm sure you know he's got thousands of people being like, "Would you please be on my podcast?" <laughs> I've heard him, him say that he does. He's done a couple of podcasts before, so I don't. You might have a chance of getting him on. It, it is it is possible. I mean, it's always worth a try. It's always worth a shot. Like I've been trying. Uh, lately, what I've been trying to do is I've been reaching out to like successful YouTubers. I'm fucking fascinated by this crazy YouTube sensation that's going on, where like you just somebody can do absolutely nothing and yet they're fucking millionaires for producing this content. <laughs> So I'm like, it'd be so great to talk to one of these people and just like, just figure out how they did it. But uh, I mean, I, that's who I'd say for living. And then if I'm gonna, um, if I'm gonna reanimate a dead person and bring them to life and have them on the show, um, let's let let you know it. And I mean, it's probably gonna kick me in the foot for saying this, but I'd like to have someone fucked up and evil and heinous just so I can like figure out why. Um, so that like, kind of makes sense. I yeah, kind of like that idea. And, and, like, I, I don't want to go so far as to say Hitler or anything like that. Although, I mean, that'd be a fucking crazy episode right there. Um, but let, let's go with like a, like a Jeffrey Dahmer or something. I think that would be a pretty interesting show to have. Just to hear why they did it and what led them to, Cause I always think about that, like what led a person to like want to eat people or something like as crazy as that. How do you get from one point to the end point of where you're at now? And what inspires? What makes you say, you know what? Let me become a serial killer. I always wonder about stuff like that. There's got there's got to be some kind of soup that you know, just like the perfect like mixture of nature versus nurture that creates that sort of heinous individual. I agree. I agree. I, I like that answer. My answer is completely different, but I, I like that answer what, a lot. What, 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 what do you got? What, what, what would you be? My answer probably would be somebody. It's a couple of people I'll think about. One person probably would be um, either a young Stan Lee. All right. Like, like, like how young are we talking? Like when he's first. Matter of fact, you know what? Stan Lee two, two years ago. I'm going to okay. say that. Know why I say that? Because I would like to know how he feels seeing where his legacy has become now. I see. That's, I, I, that's, the, that's one of my answers. But the that, actual answer probably be MLK, Martin Luther King. Okay, that wouldn't be bad. That'd be an interesting one, too. Martin, um, Luther, Martin Luther King, I think, would be interesting because I would like to ask him what, man, one of the main things I would like to talk to him about is how hard is it why, how hard is it, what was it for him to be Going around of being so non-violent when people were being such dicks to him. Uh, see, see, it's interesting that you go for uh, like adult versions of the like. If I if it was me and I I could do it, like I would I would have like twelve year old Stan Lee come on and just just see what that kid would have been like and be like, that'd, oh, that'd be cool too. I like that idea. Yeah, like like like, does it necessarily have to be like like from their age range, or can you can you go yeah, like, cool. yeah, I want to talk to. I want to talk to like a 13-year-old Stan Lee or some shit. That would be cool. I, I, like I said, I like that idea of somebody like talking to somebody right when they're still learning so you can get a kind of idea of where they're going, especially if you know the results of where they end up at. I think that's a cool idea. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let me uh, let me switch this around on you. Um, okay. And I, I'm going to throw a little bit of a sack em up flavor into the mix here. Um, cause I, as you know, I ask a lot of random questions as well. And since we've been going down this rabbit hole, uh, I got a, I got one for you. I think you might enjoy. And since, okay. since we got the, this tis the season and shit, let's, uh, let's make it a little Christmassy. Um, you're, you are allowed to put the Grinch in any movie, like animation, live action. It doesn't matter. He's, he's in it. 
where do you put him and what is his role? Oh, this is a good one. I, now, movie came to my mind as soon as you said that. I think I should go with that choice. All right, what, a what movie we got? and a person. I will put the Grinch in Die Hard. <laughs> okay. And I will have him play Hans Gruber. That, that's freaking genius. <laughs> I think it'll be so funny. If anybody has any type of internet skills, they should do this. Oh, yeah. Just, just replace, like, do, redo the Die Hard trailer and then put Jim Carrey's Grinch in there instead that's of Hans. Hans yes. Freaking genius, dude. <laughs> I think it'll be so cool and so funny at the same time. Oh, that that's awesome! See, you you went with a much much more uh, lighthearted answer than I than I would have gone. What what were you gonna put him at? Uh, see, I I would I would put him in uh, the last house on the left. I never seen that movie. Is it, it good? Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's a it's a great it's a great horror movie, and it gets pretty dark. Um, like these these girls go into the woods, and you know, spoilers, spoilers. Um. They get they get raped and one of them gets murdered and stuff and then the people who do that end up going to their parents' house and like you know the, their car breaks down so they go to a house to try to get help and it just so happens to be the parents of the people that they did this stuff to and then when the parents find out it turns into this like massive killing spree and shit so I would definitely put him there and I'd make him one of the bad guys. That's it, huh? I want to yep. watch that movie now. That sounds oh, interesting. It's great. I mean, if you're if you're open to like really dark storylines and stuff like that, it's it's a solid film. Well, I like horror films. I like mostly all horror films. Like um, it's I like I like the Saw series. Well, the first two Saw movies I like a lot. Um, I'm trying to think what else I like. I like a lot of Eli Roth stuff. Oh yeah, Eli Roth has got quality. I mean, some of- some of it, it's not like I'm not. I wasn't big on Knock Knock, but. Uh, the Green Inferno was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I like the Green Inferno. I watched that one. I mean, I if if you can if you can sit through forty five minutes of preachy college bullshit, you know. But I think that's what makes the movie better. Oh yeah, like it makes you hate these people. Like you just you don't want any of them to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the. I think that was kind of the feel for it because, not to give away too much of the Green Inferno, you see these kids being so preachy and kind of like they're better than you type of thing. And then when it all goes down, the facade goes away. And you kind of see like who they really are. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like movies like that, that actually break down like the, the essence of human nature. Yeah. That's why I like, that's why I like the, or the first two Saw movies so much, because if you really look at the story, Jigsaw is not a, necessarily a bad person. No, not really. I mean, he's he's more like a very anti-hero. Yeah, he's like he's straight up a vigilante. Everybody yeah. who he catches and is killing has done something horrible. Now, I think the the later movies kind of not well, they, they, get away from that, but they get ridiculous yeah. with it. Like a guy dropped a pencil. And- exactly. It's it's like oh, you fantasize about your friend's girl. All of a sudden, you're put in this like jigsaw trap and stuff. Like that. That's a little, you know, unreasonable. Yeah, but the first two kind of get the hell, get not the nail on the on that. Well, how, how do you say that expression? Hit, hit the hit nail the, on the head. Yeah, hit the nail on the head in terms of like, okay, at first you're looking at these people, you're thinking, oh, this is a horrible situation for their being, and they're in, and why are they here? Then you kind of hear the story, like, no, these are horrible people. They deserve to be here. You know, a really good movie for that is uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Circle. And it's not, I mean, it's not the circle. It's just called circle. And it, it, these people wake up in this, they're standing in this circle. And every, every minute, somebody in that circle dies. And they figure out that they're able to vote off who goes each time. So you really get to look into like the human condition as to, you know, like the process and breaking down, well, like, well, that person's pregnant, you know, we shouldn't kill them over some old person and that guy's an asshole. So, you know, he needs to go. And like, it, it's a really interesting breakdown in the, of the human nature. Well, I'm gonna check that movie out. That sounds interesting. Oh yeah, it definitely is. I mean, the, the ending gets, you know, super cheesy, but the rest of the movie is pretty damn good. Okay. I'll check that one out. Circle. All right. Yeah. Any final thoughts, brother? Um, 
I mean, that, not, not that I can think of. I'm a fairly empty-headed person. Uh, so, that, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it. This has been awesome, man. I, 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 I was a little nervous about it. Like, I haven't done much as far as guest spots go. But you know, this is this has been a fun time. You you make it really easy to get into the conversation and shit. Definitely, this has definitely been fun, man. Let them know where to find your podcast at. Um, well, we can you can find us all over. I've been having some issues. Um, since I uh, I put some stuff on wooska.com, but you know you can you can still find us over on Podbean, uh, sackemupsundays.podbean.com. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, uh, pretty much a lot of places. Um, you can be sure to follow us at sackemupsundays, S A C E M U P Sundays. Um, I mean that's that's pretty much it. If you don't find if you don't follow us, we'll find you. So that's all right. <laughs> and as always Devil Cock Spirits we out peace Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, see club for details. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.